Okay. So we are now doing the Tanya of Shabbos and of Sunday. We're beginning the tenth letter in this section of Tanya of Igeres HaKadosh. This letter is speaking about the ideas based on a verse, Chaste Hashem Kilotamnu, which generally will be translated to mean the kindnesses of God have surely not ended. God's kindness goes on and on. But if that's what the verse means, it's constructed in an unusual fashion. Because really it should have said, the kindness of God, kilo tamu, which would mean have not ended. Third person plural. Kilo tamnu is first person plural, which means the kindness of God, we have not ended. Meaning because of God's kindness, we have not been brought to an end. We still are existing. So obviously, on some level, it means what we're assuming it to mean. God's kindness doesn't end. But it also means that we have not ended in the merit of God's kindness. Because tamnu also implies perfect. God's kindnesses. In the merit of God's kindnesses, we have not ended because we are imperfect, which really means our imperfections should have brought our end, if not for God's kindness. Now, it explains in the Zohar that there are two types of kindness. There's what's called chesed olam, a kindness connected to the world, meaning a kindness limited by world limitations. And then a higher kindness Rav Chesed, a boundless kindness. So we can do a service to elicit God's normative kindness, Chesed Olam, a world-like kindness, and we can do a service to elicit Rav Chesed, the boundless kindness of God. Now what are we doing to bring down these kindnesses? Well, Torah is considered Oiz, strength, which is an expression of givura. Givura means, as we've had many times, this justice, judgment, constriction, holding back God's kindness and beneficence. Now, a person could wonder, and the Rebbe brought a number of quotes to prove that Torah is connected to givura, to God's judgment and constriction. But normatively, we think of Torah as, as an expression of God's kindness. In other words, I can bring you many quotes to prove that Torah is an expression of God's kindness, and I can bring you many quotes to prove that Torah is an expression of God's judgment, of God's justice. So how does that work together? So that explains that the ultimate source and root of Torah is God's kindness. A man... When he learns Torah, he draws upon himself God's energy because of the kindness, which is the roots of Torah. But this flowing downward energy, which
which is rooted in God's kindness, before it reaches us, is invested in God's givura, in God's judgment, in God's constriction. Because the light that's coming down is first constricted. Which, really, if you think about it, is a kindness, because only because it's constricted can we get it. Meaning, we do most commandments with physical things. This has come from wool. Fill in our leather and parchment. So God's infinite energies have to get into wool and leather and parchment. So God's kindness is causing the flow to come down. God's judgment is allowing the flow to be constricted enough that it can get into wool and leather and parchment. And even even commandments involving me, my love, my fear, my understanding, are also limited because... I'm a limited body, and therefore all of these emotions and understandings are limited and can only handle a certain amount of godly energy. That's all I can handle. As we know, when the Jews received the Torah, their souls left their body. Their body couldn't handle such intensity of godly energy. So the Torah starts off in God's kindness, which is causing it to come down to us when we learn the Torah and do her commandments. But the Torah then has to go through this filter of gevura, of judgment, to restrict the energies enough that it can come down. That was the Tanya of Shabbos. Continuing on Sunday, the Rebbe explains that since the commandments are invested, the energies invested first in the gevura severity attribute of God, the constriction, therefore commandments also have a constricted nature, meaning they're delineated. This is a measurement of tzitzis, this is a measurement of tefillin, this is a measurement of the lulav. Commandment after commandment after commandment has parameters. This is the minimal measurement, this is the maximal measurement in all issues, including charity. The Rebbe gives many, many examples, and this is also in charity. Charity is so important. It's a pillar of the world. But it has measurements. Preferably we give one-fifth. Minimally we give one-tenth. That type of charity is chesed olam. Remember we said there are two types of kindness of God. Chesed olam, the kindness limited by world. And then rav chesed, the limitless kindness. So one gives charity if they're giving 10% or 15% or 20%. They're doing a kindness that's Chesed Olam. It's a kindness limited by world because we're putting it into a certain box. I have to give at least this, and I can't. I shouldn't give more than this. And this is limited, like all aspects of this world are limited. So when I perform kindness in that fashion, it draws down God's kindness of that level. Kindness limited by world. Kindness of world. But, the Rebbe says, the idea that charity has a limit, give at least 10%, maximum give 20%, this is really only for those who are so careful and meticulous in every single law and never stray and never do anything wrong. But for the rest of us, if we go off that path, we're diminishing 
the holiness of God. Because God's holiness is drawn down to me when I perform his commandments. When I'm performing the commandments, it elicits this flow of God's holiness. If I'm not performing the commandments, this flow is depleted, is diminished. I could have brought down the energy, and I didn't. So how do I rectify this distortion of God's energy, what should have come down and didn't? So now there's a distortion. I rectify it by bringing down such a light that transcends the worlds. This is that rav chesed, that abundant, limitless kindness. It's limitless because it's flowing infinitely. It's being diffused infinitely without any limits. It's not contracted within the world. It's encompassing the world. So when I can draw down this level of kindness by my behaving also limitlessly, this light of God is going to extend around and ultimately within the world. It's going to rectify the distortions, the deficiencies in the godly energy that were not brought down or or were not done correctly through whatever things I did wrong, God forbid. And it's bringing out a new and infinite light. My act of repentance through this enormous limitless kindness, how I treat others in a limitless way, is not just uncovering a pre-existing light. It's bringing out a new infinite light loftier than all the world's. Which is why the person who is about tshuva, the person who has accomplished this repentance, can reach a level a person who is always righteous can't reach. Because they're accessing a light that otherwise didn't come into this world. And the righteous are connecting to the lights that are coming naturally into the world. But now we're bringing a transcendent light through my repentance, through my acting not only in kindness of world, within the measures and limits of world, but in a limitless fashion, to draw down this limitless kindness of God that will rectify all the deficiencies caused by anything I could have done wrong up until this point. Good luck.